0: I'm ready to go. Um,
1: tell me something funny. I might use it as an intro.
0: Um, tell you something funny. Yeah. Um I I don't ha- I don't
1: have anything funny to tell you wow, right now. You call yourself an improviser. My god. Oh. <laughs> I am Marcellus. I am the TV
0: guy, and my name is Ken. And I am the movie guy. And together, we're a hot mess. Oh my God! There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture because the way he's standing right now, he's gonna look like a snail at 62.
1: Kenneth makes a good jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth. Okay. Welcome to my fame. Oh, 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 oh Wait a minute. This is Wait our lovely, lovely a podcast. minute. Where Ken lies about what he does because he doesn't have anything
0: funny to say on command. And I see what Isn't this that is. that his job? I see what it is. <laughs> what it is is that Marcellus wants me to be a nigga and just perform on command. Well, hey. I'm sorry. It's 2019 and I don't fucking jump and step like you want and me to. And that's why you're not getting these coins. Because you know what? No, you no, no, ain't no. performing when you're supposed no, to perform. No, no. When I'm ready, I'm ready. But I ain't
1: going to just perform what? on command. Man, if, like some if monkey. If you stay
0: ready, you ain't got to get
1: ready. Anyway, though, Ken, how was your week? How's your week been?
0: Oh my God, my week has been great. I have had a great week. I just got back from vacation. I had an amazing time. I was in Seattle. Uh huh. And then now it's like back to the grind. I'm excited. It's been a real good week. You went to Seattle. How was that? Seattle was amazing. Everybody was really dope and nice. It was awesome. It was producer Brandon's birthday. Did it, it snow listened. while y'all was there? I want to say that it didn't. It was like slush. It snowed before we got there. Because I saw the picture that Brandon had, and it was like snow on the, the we, When we rooftop. got there, it had already snowed. But it didn't snow while y'all were there. It was slush. It came down like, it didn't come down like on the movies where it's all like cotton. It was like rain, and then when you looked, it was like slushy. Yeah. And then it disappeared real quick. So we didn't get you. snowfall. But it had already snowed by the time we got there. Okay. So everything was like white on the ground and stuff, but it disappeared real quick. I've never been to Seattle. mm you gotta go. It was really like everybody was laid back and it was like a, um, I don't know, like this cool kind of vibe. Uh, the city was um, very um, relaxed. People seem to be really like relaxed, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but how was your weekend? How was My week, week was Period. good. My week was good.
1: Um, last week I had a birthday.
0: Mm hmm you had a birthday too
1: 29 years oh my god and are y'all
0: listening to this
1: it's it's, i feel great because i'm here i'm alive and this year i've been feeling very grateful for my friends for my family i always feel grateful but this i heard you cry i just had a lot i did did. what were you crying about because i met you
0: but it was 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 really joy if you met me, it was really (laughs) upgraded your life (laughs) To a whole nother level of
1: happiness. It's really been uh, an amazing, amazing week and everything. And I feel great. I cannot lie.
0: You had a party? Like, what did you do? I For your birthday. um, Y'all sure don't want to talk about yourself today, Pisces.
1: I got people that I didn't invite and stuff, okay?
0: Well, now y'all gonna know where y'all stand. This is 2019. Stop with all the BS. He didn't invite you because he don't like you like that. And be okay with it. You a damn lie. Well, you no, said but- it. I didn't say it. You the one that was all worried about. No,
1: but um, no, I had like a little game night. Mm-hmm. Then I went to dinner. Uh-huh. And I had paint night. I had mm-hmm. all kind of little things going nice. on. So it was a good nice. time.
0: And if you didn't get invited, now you know.
1: <laughs> you had several... You, you have several. <laughs> my events. goal for every birthday, though, <laughs> my goal for every birthday is to do a lot throughout the weekend so that everybody can come to something.
0: Right, right. If you' on his list, but now for the rest of y'all, don't be in. Any, and I'm gonna say this: don't y'all be in y'all feelings. It's levels to friendship. Okay. Some of y'all is like cool and some of y'all is acquaintances and y'all be putting (laughs) friends on stuff when y'all really done upgraded your own status. (laughs) Let's be real in 2019. I'm glad you had a good time. Pisces is in the house today. I had an amazing time. So I got two delusional people in my midst. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Got you. I'm okay with that. Y'all are Pisces. And I'm very glad
1: that you've been able to really analyze Pisces. It's really, I grew up with one. I had no choice. It's really interesting. I had no effing choice. Yeah.
0: Well, it's good. I'm okay with y'all. Y'all cool.
1: Yeah, we know. But <laughs> See I would, what I'm love, I would See what I'm love, 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 love to know what is what is going on for
0: yes <laughs> i waited for you to spit it i wish i could see his face we got to get a camera in here what is going on for what what is... lights camera action <laughs> lights camera action i'm about to ask you some questions go ahead go ahead all right y'all and you're gonna answer these questions this way you all get to know a little bit more about marcellus our tv guy so for our lights camera action here we go marcellus when you were really little... want to know send me some dms oh okay okay <laughs> You know what? I almost said something. <laughs> some of y'all already sent the DMs and you know who you are. Who's listening? Because <laughs> he didn't show me some of them. Y'all nasty. Okay, here we go. When you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, I always wanted to be an actor. Oh, okay. You're not doing it? No. Nope. When you think, who do you think should run for president in the next two years? Um, you know, Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you feel
1: afraid? What makes me feel afraid? Um, Besides commitment. Too much information at one time. (laughs) What is your most embarrassing childhood memory? My most embarrassing childhood memory. I fell asleep and I farted. The fart woke me up and everybody heard the fart. (laughs) I remember that. In class, that's what I'm going to say. If you could either be a
0: duck or an owl, which one would you be?
1: Uh, I would be an owl because Ooh, Why? ducks to me seem dumb. Oh. No, they really do. Like when I think of ducks, they like the dumb birds.
0: To any I don't ducks know. That Forgive me. Please don't
1: be Because even minute. seagulls seem like they really got like a, a mission. Ducks just be just ducking. But <laughs> I I would love to be an owl because owls, they just got this this interesting thing to them. They're unique, the way they heads move. And I kind of think I look like an owl in a way.
0: Okay, um, <laughs> why <Wow. laughs> I look at you real quick, right. see. See. <laughs> I was like, do you look like an owl? Okay, uh, what did you love about yourself the most? I do look like, look up barn owl. Look up a barn okay, owl. Okay, you not bet gonna say you I look like, like a barn owl. I look like a barn owl. How what? did you even come to barn owl? Not night owl or hawk owl or gray owl. How I don't did you like land that. on a barn owl? No, I do look like a barn owl. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. Producer Brandon, picking the opportune time to shine in. Thank you. No. Which is what I, I knew he could, could do. I always believed in you. Listen, you don't look like that. Because if you look like that, you would not be in my friend circle. That looked like a killer. All right. Uh what do you oh, what, God, that's what funny. do you love most about yourself? Uh my personality. What do you love least about yourself?
1: My overanalyzation. Of things Mm
0: -hmm. Rugrats or Doug Mm -hmm. Actually Doug I love Doug I know most people probably
1: say Rugrats but I love Doug
0: Patty mayonnaise okay What would you eat for your last meal Steak Twice baked potato and asparagus If you had to be on a reality TV show which one would you choose Um RuPaul's Drag Race RuPaul's Drag Race What would your drag name be I need a vasectomy. <laughs> Copyrighted <laughs> March 11, twenty nineteen. Don't uh, listen, because people is foul out here. They didn't came out with a video tomorrow. Tomorrow. If you were forced to open a bakery, what would you name it? Orion's. <laughs> what do you hope to achieve by fifty? Um, by
1: fifty, aha, my own house because <laughs> that's looking further away these days especially in economy in la right further nobody and further. can
0: nobody uh own a house according to what's going on okay um does size matter um you know what size matters <laughs> what's your favorite <laughs> position
1: um i'm traditional Oh. so missionary
0: oh okay saints of god i <laughs> let the church say amen <laughs> amen and who has influenced you the most who has influenced me the most you know honestly honestly, honestly my mom oh that's so sweet Yeah, my mom. oh that's sweet. okay we're gonna end i had some more questions but we're gonna end on that because that was really sweet all of you who are listening i want to ask you one question you don't get to. You have a spirit animal. You what is it? You don't get to. Tina Belcher from Bob's Burger. Oh, My amazing. spirit animal. I have actually had a t- t-shirt. Uh, Tina Belcher is my spirit animal. She's hilarious. Now I want you to pick an actual animal. No. How Go. are you going to tell me about my spirit animal? Go. Oh, I like a white tiger. Oh, nice. Nice. My, that, that would be my spirit family. animal. Uh-huh. It's amazing. That would man. be my spirit animal. I love white tigers. I love them. I love them to death. I like, I like White Tigers a lot. Ken, can you please tell everybody what our theme is today? Okay, you guys. You know we got like about fifty thousand themes. Fifty thousand. And I'm just gonna say this for the record. We was kinda excited about this one, but kinda not. <laughs> <laughs> If you I'm can just going to tell y'all right now. And, and that's because we know we want to be able to talk about all genres of film and television. So there's going to be some genres that we don't probably, uh you know, move around as much as some of the other ones. But today's topic is, and I did get excited about the film once I really thought about it. Western. This is our favorite Western, so our favorite Western film, and Marcellus is going to be talking about his favorite Western TV show. And there's a lot of them out there. A lot. So just because Marcellus and I aren't super jazzed about Westerns, there are a lot of people who love Westerns. Yeah, for real. And there have been some great TV shows in that genre and some great films. So just like anything, we're going to talk to y'all about our face. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, But before we do that Marcella just gave me the sign We gotta take a break Yes we are <laughs> I love telling people what we doing behind the scenes
1: Hey it's Videla Now y'all know me as a sex therapist But baby I can cook too And I got me a product that I've been cooking up It's called Videla's Viagra Seasoning And baby you can put that shit On every. And it's going to make your man ready for everything that you got ready for the night I'm telling you right now It's delicious
0: And it gets the job done I got somebody right here who knows all about it I used Vidala Viagra seasoning It was so good I put it on all of my stuff And the next thing I know He was putting stuff in me If you know what I know and things have been real, real slow in the bedroom, go get some Videla Viagra seasoning. He didn't even know why he wanted me. Lordy, if you don't get your body in this bedroom, I'm ready to tear that up, Te- tear-, tear-, tear, 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 it up. See what I'm saying? I'm coming. When you need flavor
1: in your life, you get Videla's Viagra seasoning.
0: I'm telling you, it's
1: the best thing on the shelves. Call right now. And for $19.99, use the code MYFAVE, you can also get edible panties. That's right, edible panties. I got one more person who tried it right here.
0: Child, listen, I don't even know if I want to say my name, but I go to Mount Ebenezer Baptist Church. I'm Sister Nadine. I grabbed the wrong thing off the shelf and end up putting vanilla Viagra seasoning in the green, <laughs> Pastor was right when he said it was gonna be a lot of new births. <laughs> oh lord, that Videla's Viagra seasoning is delicious, it revitalized my marriage. Ain't that right, Harold? Do you, babe? Stop talking about it. Dang, this get off my uh uh, honey. <laughs> you better get your hands off my breasts. <laughs> Oh Lord, thank you, Videla's Viagra seasoning. I know it was a mistake, but our church has never been more happy.
1: Baby, I understand because this seasoning, even with my man, he ain't my husband. But I'ma tell you right now, this seasoning adds spice to our life. Remember, call me 1999. Use the code my and you will get edible panties. Go ahead, give me a call. Marcellus, what you doing? I'm trying to get into my zone. Oh, you just took me out of it. Thanks. So, kid, let us know. You know what? What's your fave? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't give me too much power. You start giving
0: your power away. Did nobody take you <laughs> out of nothing?
1: Kid, 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 kid,
0: What is your fave? Western movie
1: oh, of all time.
0: My God. Marcel, you know what I think you should do right here? I think you should put in Kumodis D's Wild, Wild West as we come back from the commercial into this part of the segment. I think that would be really good if you did that. Got you. Do and you, I think you should stop hitting the mic. Do What? Well, what? You're just trying to distract because you don't want my suggestion. Oh, I'm hate. Are you know, going to do it? Maybe listeners can y'all please comment because i always give Marcelo suggestions of different music that he should do and he don't ever take any of my advice about it
1: that's wrong i do you it comment? every time no you don't no you don't <laughs> i can't believe you're gonna sit here and act you like don't.
0: don't do it i was listening i'm not gonna do it now because i was I don't listening feel appreciated. to our episode today and i didn't hear my suggestion oh you didn't
1: no well oh, that sucks because i did it no. Nope. That means we got a mistake. No. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs>
0: do you see what I got to deal with? This is what I got. That's fine. Whatever. Let me tell y'all about my fave Western. So y'all know how we do this. We talk about my fave. We do have a section called honorable mention, which is equal to my fave. This is when we could not decide, but we had to pick one. And then later we'll talk about our must watch. Yeah. Can I tell you what my fave Western is? And this movie came out in 1993. How old was I in 1993? I was three. I'm just going to throw that out there. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think it doesn't matter. Can't do math. The point is, this movie stuck with me. You was me. like fourteen. I wish I could see a look on my face. <laughs> Continue because I really think you're trying to. Throw, I think you're trying to throw like extra years. You on wasn't it. fourteen in ninety three. I don't know if you are doing something to, because you're trying to be divisive. This is at the time in America we all need well, to be on the same page. What's great about a Pisces? You never know. See, I was fourteen. <laughs> Fine, you ain't got to put me out there like that. I was 14 years old, but this movie left such an impact on me, I immediately went back to like, I think this is my favorite western. So, I want to talk about Tombstone. Oh, this, listen, this movie right here? Oh my God. Okay, you need to know, because I know you probably ain't seen it. I have not. This movie was based off a real story in Tombstone, Arizona. Oh, off of real people. This is like 18 whatever. It Tombstone, Arizona? Yes, it's called Tombstone, Arizona. Don't ask me why because you know everybody was killing each other and stuff. Oh my God. But you need to know something. The Wyatt Earp and his family, Wyatt Earp was um, basically a lawman he lived in Dodge City, mm. and he had a great reputation of being a person who did not take no mess. Okay. He kept law. He was retiring. He bought some land in Tombstone, Arizona. He just wanted to retire and make money off a of cattle ranching or something. Mm. Uh, he convinced his brothers to move to Tombstone, Arizona, which they did. And it was their wives, and they was going to live happily ever after. Of course, there was some crazy gang that kept interrupting everybody's peaceful lifestyle. True events. They would do random acts of violence, killing people, all that kind of stuff. And so they were like, look, you're white herb. Like, we know who you are. Like, you need to, like, step up. Step And he was just like, I ain't trying to do this. I ain't trying to be in it like that. And it was like, no, you need to step up because you know how to hold that. You know there's some people that just need to regulate some stuff. And he was like, "Uh," reluctantly, reluctantly, he decided to become a lawman. Uh Uh-huh. And let me tell you, something happened with one of the people, the brothers, the Ringo brothers. He shot one of them. Somebody shot one of them. And after that, it was on. They was like, who is this? Who do you think you are? You can't step up. We've been doing this. We've been killing people. We've been real violent. You ain't going to come to Tombstone and tell us how we're going to live our life. Yeah. You know how it is when you try to step to somebody and you're trying to tell them you can't be mean. You and can't. then they try to push back against you. Mm-hmm. Well, what they didn't know was that Wyatt Earp... And his family and his friend, Doc Holliday, was all in Tombstone. And them brothers, he made all of them uh, sheriffs. was like, you you got a badge, you get a badge, you get a badge. They start Uh -uh. regulating. This movie is full of action, romance, and it is based off of real history. Because we had newspapers that basically wrote about the incidents of Tombstone and what happened. So they're pulling... Stuff right out of the newspaper clippings and out of the reportings from people and from the journals and from some of the stories from that time. Got you. And they put the script together. Let me tell you something. The whole movie leads up to this climactic battle that happens at the OK Corral. Okay. Now, me and producer (laughs) Brandon... I saw what you did there. (laughs) I saw what you did there. I saw what you did there. (laughs) We visited the OK Corral when we were kids. It's like a little destination because my mom was a teacher. She was all about history. Like, you're going to go here. It Mm -hmm. wouldn't been something we would have thought to go. But you can actually go. They recreated the city. They recreate the, the fight between, you know, Wyatt Earp and all these people. Yeah. So I think maybe that had a little something to do with like, oh, my God. But can I tell you one of my favorite characters in that whole movie was Val Kilmer? Val really? Kilmer played the hell out of Doc Holiday anybody who's seen this movie y'all know what I'm talking about he would say these crazy crazy cool lines and he came up with this southern aristocratic accent so his character um, had tuberculosis which is a real thing and yes. he was kind of very sickly but he was an amazing gunfighter he was one of the quickest draws in Tombstone at that time and what he would do was he would just have these little one-liners throughout the whole film. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer pretty much stole every scene that he was in. And for everybody, uh, what was that movie with um, that we just saw that was nominated for an Oscar? Stars Born with Lady Gaga mm-hmm. and um, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Everybody that's crazy old in love with Sam Elliott, you need to go back to 1993. A young Sam Elliott. We was already knowing Sam Elliott was amazing and dope. He got the same voice. That ain't nothing he didn't made up. He talking the same way back in Tombstone as he is because he plays one of the Wyatt brothers. Uh, And so uh, one of the Earp brothers. So Sam Elliott is in it. You got Kurt Russell who plays Wyatt Earp. You got um, Bill Paxton who plays Morgan Earp. Charleston Heston was in it. He had a couple of scenes. And you know what was really cool? Jason Priestley. Now, if y'all are fans of 90210, Jason Priestley was in this movie. Okay. But Jason Priestley played against type because in 90210, he's sexy, leading man, heartthrob. In this movie, he's a nerd in one of the bars. I think he plays piano, and that was kinda cool. He has on glasses, like a little bowler hat or whatever, and he's kinda shy, and and so that was kinda cool to see him play against type. It's like, oh my God, that's Jason Priestley. So there's some cool people that pop up in there um, that are some well-known actors, but I'm not gonna mention all of them. Y'all need to just know that the acting is superb, the writing is great, the story is amazing, and it's all real. They didn't fabricate too much. They had to fill in some gaps, Yeah, but for the most part, it's all accurate. Um, Val Kilmer does this. Oh, oh! this is one thing I want to tell you. So there was this one scene when they're in the Birdcage Theater, and you know how people in westerns they shooting up at the sky, and everybody's drunk, and everybody's real unruly. Uh-huh. So they had this guy who was a famous juggler, and his name was Professor Gillum. And Professor Gillum would travel from city to city, and um, he would act as if, uh, someone was shooting. It. So he had someone planted in the audience who would shoot blanks. And then he would have uh, slugs in his mouth and he would spit them out as if he caught the bullets in his mouth. Uh-huh. Well, he gets the tombstone and he's doing this whole juggling act. And one of the cowboys in the audience was like, oh, that's Professor Gillum. I saw him at Brisby. And then they was like, oh, that's the one who likes to catch him. Immediately, another cowboy shoots one of the pins out of his hand as he's juggling. And he looks out at the audience. He's like, they shooting real bullets. And he runs off the stage. That really happened. They found that in a newspaper article, and so they put all of that into the movie. So it's full of stuff like that. That
1: really was real stuff that really
0: happened. They filmed it in Patagonia, Arizona. It was authentic. (laughs) Why you laugh when I say Patagonia? Because you said Patagonia, Arizona. Patagonia, Arizona. (laughs) I'm from Patagonia, Arizona. Uh, It was dope. Doc Holliday Uh does his bomb line every time. He goes, "Um, "I'll be your hooker,
1: I'm your
0: Huckleberry. And that's like a very famous line. And that's because Tom Sawyer came out by Mark Twain. And Huckleberry was Tom Sawyer's sidekick. Oh, so okay. that reference, that line has two meanings. He would say that to Wyatt er- like, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Don't mm-hmm. worry. I- I'm going to help you out. I'll be your sidekick. I'll be your Huckleberry. But when people died back then, a Huckleberry was also known as a pallbearer. Uh And one person had to sit by the grave and they had what they called a grave bell. And if the person they buried wasn't really dead, because, you know, technology and medical science hadn't really been advanced and they would sometimes bury people who weren't really dead. OK. And for whatever reason they had um, they didn't have the medical technology to know if they had stopped breathing. Sometimes your heartbeat can be faint, but that doesn't mean you're dead. Mm-hmm. Remember that? I don't know if you ever seen that. They do the they mirror. The mirror test. Yeah. So sometimes they failed. So if the person wasn't dead, <laughs> they might get a, buried. right. Right. <laughs> they had a rope and you can pull the rope and the in the in the bell would ring. That was also known as a huckleberry. Oh. So he also meant either. I'm your sidekick. But when you say that line to your enemies, that means I'll put you in the grave. Don't F with me. I'll be right. your huckleberry. So he said it in both ways. Can I'll be your huckleberry? Oh, now wait, which one does that mean? Are you going to put me in a grave? You'll never or Are you know. trying to be my sidekick? Continue. That's a Pisces. So, <laughs> um, you ain't never, you never know what you're going to get. You never Is, know. is it going to be a friendly huckleberry <laughs> or is it going to be a deadly huckleberry? I want you to look at your neighbor and say, are you my huckleberry? Are or you my huckleberry? huckleberry. <laughs> you know, hey, you sit there at church, they would really say that. You know they would. <laughs> you're my huckleberry. Like, look what? Look at your neighbor and say, get up on the pine saw." People repeated whatever that man said. Whatever. whatever. Put your neighbor woman. in the face and say, where's my money? Like, okay. I'm Slap so over. Slap your friend <laughs> on the head and tell him, I am coming out of it. Oh, God. <laughs> y'all, we grew up in church. We just cannot we get away. from it. We cannot get away from that. I, listen, I'm not going to say no more else about the movie. Y'all, that's all I want to tell y'all. The movie was a successful hit. It only cost them $25 million to make this movie. They made what? $56 million, which is unheard of back then. It was amazing. Amazing. I'm going to tell you right now, I wouldn't want to live back there during mm, them times. Mm, mm. People was crazy. But I, you know what? I'm going to say this, though. This movie, to me, had a superhero vibe to it. Okay. And I'm going to stretch it here. Oh, stretch. But the Earth Brothers was like the X-Men, right? And what is it that we love about superhero movies? We know that they have the ability to save the day. We know that they have powers. And that was that same kind of element in the town. It was like, you're Wyatt Earp. Like, you got to save us. Like, you have powers. Like, what you do is amazing. Mm -hmm. And I would, one, make a stretch and go, him and his brothers, they were all dope gunfighters in their own way. They were like this X-Men team. Mm -hmm. And everybody around them was like, we need y'all to step up to the plate. Because we got some evil villains that are coming in and they keep disrupting stuff. And I don't know as a kid, I mean, I was 14, but I remember everyone was kind of saying the same thing of just how dope they were. Like you didn't mess with them. Like when they pulled their gun out, like uh Val Kilmer said he practiced pulling his gum out his gum, his gun out for like weeks. Yeah. So he really what you see in the movie, that wasn't CGI, That's really it wasn't him. special effects. It was really him. And they were shooting stuff out of people's hands and left and right. That movie was dope. The movie was effing dope.
1: Well, I just got a question for you. Mm. So I know you're saying you wouldn't want to be, but if you could be in this town, who would you be? Doc Holiday.
0: Really? Yep. With syphilis and tuberculosis, I'll do it.
1: Now you got to change your name a little bit to kind of fit you. So what would your name be?
0: Oh, my, um, my um, name would be uh, Dr. Mocha Chocolate.
1: Dr. Mocha Chocolate.
0: And would you have all the same characteristics as Doc Holiday? I would have a little bit more, like a, like a, uh, a limp. I would walk with a limp. Okay, And I would lead with my right shoulder
1: gotcha. would When you I still came have to locks? the salon,
0: I would gotcha. I would still have locks and it'd be up in a man bun
1: mm.
0: And I'd come through And you know what I like about it Because somebody would F with me because my name was Dr. Mocha Coffee mm-hmm. Got gotcha. you And I would mess them up And you know what I would say What if somebody came to you and said Hey can I have a sip And i said, say do you want that with or without sugar
1: <laughs> <laughs> What <laughs> <laughs> on that note,
0: <laughs> we are going to go ahead. you head. a bad gunfighter, you can say whatever you want because you can Listen, back it out with a yeah, gun.
1: Y'all pray for Kenny. He's going to work through this, and we're going to take a break.
0: We're ready for talent. Hey, everybody. While well, Brandon is out right now, uh, I just want to say, do me a favor. Go check out Crushing It Podcast. It's just a podcast where I get to talk to all of my friends about how they crash, who they're crushing on, and play a lot of fun games in between. Have you heard of M.A.S.H.? Have you ever played with the fortune teller? Come over to Crushing It Podcast. I don't fight as much as they do. Trust me. Okay, bye. Okay, Marcellus is here. I gotta go. Robert, what are you doing? We're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. And we're talking about our fave Western. Okay, Um, I am very curious to know, Marcellus, as our TV guy. Me too. <laughs> what is your favorite Western TV show of all time? Please let us know.
1: So i always got to give a uh, background. That's just me. Please do. I'm going to be completely honest. Though do. I am the TV guy. Uh-huh. It's not often that I'm going to be watching westerns. Okay, that's fair. However, my grandfather, uh-huh. Uh, my grandpa Slade, yeah. he is all he does is watch westerns. And on holidays and stuff when the whole family is there, mm-hmm. he puts westerns on and you bet not. Change the channel. <laughs> you change the channel. He just gonna look <laughs> right. And can I tell you, we all just be like, oh, we God. just turn it back because right, right, we're right. not about to even argue with him. You them.
0: know what? You just made me think about something. What's that? Westerns was a popular show during a certain generation. Yeah. Because my mom loved westerns. It was like a thing. Like she grew up and watching I, westerns, and I think you're right. There's a certain generation mm-hmm. where. Like, you know, reality shows was not a thing back then For at sure, all. Yeah. So it's more like a, a younger generation thing. Like yeah. we all get what a reality show is. Right. But Westerns was one of the most popular genres and war movies.
1: Yeah. I'm a t I am I got some, some some facts about that. Okay. From, from things I've okay. Heard. So that just
0: made me think about that. Yeah. When you said your grandfather was like, Don't touch the channel. Yeah. My no. mom was the same way with Westerns. For real. She'd be in there watching. I'm like, oh okay <laughs> But anywho smoke.
1: Right. right. carry on. <laughs> um, so I have a few that I know really well, but this one stands out for me, so okay, all right. my fave western television show is The Lone Ranger.
0: Really? Oh, okay. I can see that. Mm. I can totally
1: see that. So my grandpa watched a lot. He watched this, and he watched all kinds. Mm. Did you ever watch kinds. Bonanza. Probably, I can't tell you the title of <laughs> everyone, but I know that there was different ones each time, and they always crack me up with the way the people talk, uh-huh. and. You know, the subtle racism. Mm-hmm. It's amazing amazing. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, Lone Ranger was on ABC from 1949
0: to 1957.
1: Ooh. And it went for a long time, black and white. And then from 56 to 57, it was in color. Ooh, fancy TV. Yeah. It's
0: color now, Pa. It's in color.
1: It's in color now, Pa. But it was a really good show because it showed the Lone Ranger, uh-huh. who basically was... The Lone Ranger, because he was a ranger. Other ones had died. He got really hurt. Mm -hmm. And the only person that nursed him back to health was an Indian, Mm -hmm. what they called him then, Mm -hmm. named Tonto. Tonto nursed him back on the hill. Yes. And then Tonto ended up staying by his side. But the uh, creator said that he created Tonto so that. The Lone Ranger would have somebody to talk to. <laughs>
0: oh, he felt like he didn't want his, he didn't want his main character to have mental health. And issues.
1: essentially, the premise of the show is the Lone Ranger just goes around the West uh-huh. doing good for people and doing uh-huh. doing the good deeds. Uh huh. Um, but he survives off of a silver like mine, I uh-huh. think it is, uh-huh. and he uses that as currency and other stuff. So he's like found this this place to use this silver
0: to pay so he get food, clothes, and everything. So that's. You know what I'm getting up again? I'm picking up this superhero myth yeah. mythology again. Notice
1: this? It's a type of. Right. That's right. what the Lone Ranger was. And it that that was the superheroes at that time. Exactly. He he's
0: masked, Ranger. right? Does yes, he have a, he mask? a mask? mask. So no one knows Long his Ranger. identity.
1: So I was going to say he's a, he's a masked hero, and he has this psychic who is Native American. Uh-huh. And this show was nominated for two primetime Emmys. Oh. people freaking love. I know it. they did. And listen, you know back then. I mean, not back then, because we went to live back back then. Yeah. But you know, back in the day with TV, you couldn't do like you could do now. One, record a show, let nope. alone go stream a show. No, you sure so can. So if it came on TV, if you didn't watch it when it came on TV, you missed it. You didn't see it. Yeah. But what they did with this show, which was <clears throat> didn't happen too often way back in the 40s and 50s, mm-hmm. is they would show episodes again on Friday nights late at night for the people who didn't get to see it. Okay, now because the you know your people show loved, loved some it, clout. <laughs> people
0: love <laughs> your it. show being replayed. They had to <laughs> play, it. so that
1: means people was late, up late at night, right. you know, watching it, and late probably was like eight because <laughs> you know the TV cut off back then. Right, it wasn't no shows on at a certain right. time. It was like okay, broadcast right. is done. Right, but it was really interesting because <laughs> sorry. Oh, that was me. God. No, that I, I thought. Can I tell you? I thought we got hit by lightning. Like my <laughs> my whole life. Did you see my face? I was like, I thought I died and came back. Y'all, anyway,
0: my wrist hit my watch hit the bottom of the mic, and Marcella jumped back. <laughs> I, uh, he thought he was getting electrocuted. and I don't know what y'all can hear as a lightning. listener if it even translates to what we hear in the studio. That tore y'all me up. I don't even hear it. Listen, so <laughs> oh, one thing though God. is
1: interesting uh, from my studies with television uh-huh. is that back then these shows were revolutionary uh-huh. because it gave. This, which all TV and um, movies do, mm-hmm. it gave this fantasy to the viewers at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the fantasy was us Americans mm-hmm. gonna shoot mm-hmm. these Native Americans. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yes, But it still uh, rang very high with everyone back then because it was like you saying superhero ish. Yeah. yeah, at that time you had all kind of different shows with all kind of different people and all the things. Even Zorro, you know.
0: Oh. Oh, yes. I remember Zorro. Zorro, Zorro is the On that the white horse with that yes. black cape and the hat and the mask.
1: So I guess I'm sneaking that in as an honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> but The Lone Ranger, like, I just remember every time I was able to see that show and watch it, you know, when my grandpa would have Westerns on, a lot of times I didn't want to watch them. So I'll go find something else to do. <laughs> but I would watch Lone Ranger. Okay. Because I was interested. Something in about it. The Lone Ranger made You want to go, okay, I'll watch it. Some numbers. Can I tell you the budget of this? Please do. Because I'm about to laugh. <laughs> it was...
0: $12,000 Uh, episode. No, the budget for the show was $12,000. <laughs> wait, wait, stop. They only spent $12,000 on this whole show. $12,000. That's what it said. Oh the budget for the show was $12,000.
1: And there was 221 episodes, 30 minutes each. Wow. Now here goes the thing I found that was very interesting. The show had eight seasons, but only five seasons had new episodes.
0: Okay, what? Yep.
1: I don't understand that. Only 5 seasons of the 8 season show had new episodes. So I believe some of those further seasons had reruns that they were counting as season episodes. Wow. Didn't they, I didn't even know that
0: happened. They was cheating the system. Right. And Y'all people just was all walk- gathering together and everybody to Everybody was still it. watching it. I- go save this person
1: before but i guess it's new what her hair look a little different oh my god (laughs) no but no that definitely
0: happened it's almost like uh y'all won't be mad don't be mad if we repeat Right. <laughs> I don't want to hear nobody mouth. <laughs> I want y'all to know that The That's Lone Ranger <laughs> did it for eight seasons. I don't want to hear nobody mouth. Well, y'all hear commercials about my y'all heard before he's Y'all just a, appreciate yeah, them. He's the same commercial. Yeah, it's a commercial. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get new commercials every week when you watch TV, so don't be expecting <laughs> my fave to give you new commercials. You're going to hear the same Ellen Bernstein for the next three weeks.
1: Oh my gosh. But it's yeah. a commercial. One other fun fact I found out about this show is uh-huh. they tried to change uh, the main character, the Lone Ranger, mm-hmm. and the audiences was not having it, and that's why the show ended. Okay. Oh. Now he, Clayton Robinson, he basically, I think, towards the end, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Clayton Moore, I'm adding Robinson. Clayton Moore <laughs> is the show, <laughs> Sound show, like show a pastor. <laughs> Clayton Moore, and then Tonto was uh-huh. Jay Silverheels. Mm. His name Silverheels. Okay. Anyway. Clayton Moore mm-hmm. towards the end started kind of making suggestions okay and demands.
0: oh he <laughs> and was then his, Clayton started feeling himself and then they wanted to change him oh. and they tried to and it didn't work I know he felt good about that yeah you know how people just be real arrogant and they're like well it ain't gonna work without me and they, they said brought him back oh they brought him back yeah yeah so apparently there's a stint of episodes with John Hart. But then it continued on in 1954. Unless that's the three seasons where they just started repeating stuff again. It could be. It probably is. It they could probably be. they probably
1: repeated because what I was reading is that he um it, that was it. But the show ended because they they really yeah, kind of
0: some woman was like. Ah. I want Clayton. <laughs> Where Clayton. You know what? You take a risk, actors, because sometimes you be thinking you all that, and they will replace you. <laughs> but in this instance, it worked out for him. Worked out that you know.
1: But I just want to say, I just think it's amazing that we have a, a lot of people from that generation enjoy westerns, mm-hmm. them shoot 'em ups. Yeah, um, Edward. He, I, Edward always get mentioned in the show because <laughs> that's my best friend. So his name <laughs> always come up. Eddie. Edward's papa. Oh yep, Rev Clark yep loves westerns as well. My mom's cousin,
0: they Every, all like them right. westerns. Everybody they them love from westerns. that same generation. Hey, you
1: know what I noticed
0: with the folk who love westerns? They watch it really loud. Them, them TVs oh, be loud. They want to hear everything. hear gunshots and them hoofs on that ground. I be thinking you don't want to turn it all the way in down. the back of the house, right? I am like, "Well, what?" And I said, "Don't uh, don't move." Right. This is a robbery. Like well, theme what songs. The
1: but can I tell you what I love from old movies, old film, uh-huh. old television, old westerns is mm-hmm. The overacting, especially from uh, like a lot of the women. Yeah. I live for it. I love it. I don't think
0: I'm going to be able to make it. I'm not going to be able to do it. Like that.
1: (laughs) It's just everything is just so dire. (laughs) And right at that moment, I love it, love it, love it. Sheriff
0: Duncan, they've come to the ranch again and they've (laughs) taken Papa. I don't know if we're going to ever be able to get him back. (laughs) <laughs> oh and then they and they slam they down onto the ground <laughs> there is this you just
1: made me think of something there is this westerns which kind of had a military ishness to it but it was western I think it was a movie uh huh uh huh and uh I remember watching it and learning about it in school uh huh I don't know the title so hopefully I find it at some point uh huh and it was about a woman who didn't know she died uh huh and she was seeing all these soldiers and all these like western people come by her huh and come by this house that she moved in uh huh and she didn't realize that these are all soldiers that died. Oh, yes. You You're know talking, talking about, about Twilight Zone. Oh, that was on Twilight Zone? Yes, that was a Twilight okay, Zone episode. because I remember seeing that when I was little. It, it was, was a something civil war. Score.
0: And was everybody war. was
1: as dead. And it was like she was doing that thing. Oh,
0: <laughs> Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That and was I a Twilight it. Zone I episode. I love, love love Everyone love
0: kept it. passing by her mansion. Yeah. And she didn't realize those were dead soldiers right. walking by. Wasn't she dead? Well, oh. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, we Maybe. We don't know. Maybe. We don't know. Let me ask you a question. Go ahead. you are loving this show, The Lone Ranger, if you could be um, any role in a Western, mm-hmm. now think about this. We got these archetypes. You could be the sheriff. Mm-hmm. You could be the hotel manager. There was always a hotel manager because somebody needed a place to stay. You can be the saloon bartender. Mm-hmm. You could be a cowboy. Mm-hmm. You could be a rancher. Mm hmm. You could be one of the um, brothel ladies. hmm You <laughs> I was headed. If you <laughs> honest with you. But continue. You could be one of the, the piano player <laughs> or the doctor. There was always a doctor in every western. The barber. Who would you be? What character type would you be in one? Can of I these? tell you that in my western,
1: because I'm probably the only black person. I'm going to pull i I'm many people. And it's going to be the only Western that you come in on each scene. I'm somewhere else.
0: <laughs> wait, wait. Watch.
1: I'm telling you, what Break this
0: down for me. And what watch. are you talking
1: about? And I'm going to be real pretty on every one. Just a pretty what boy. What are you
0: talking about? What? Listen to
1: me. So one scene, you're going to come in and everything I'm gonna be going to, you're going to hear, dum, 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 lum, lum, lum. and I'm going to be on the piano just. Then the scene going to flip and then going to be in a brothel and you're going to see me in the back as one of the prostitutes. Okay. Then the scene going to change and I'm going to be a bartender. <laughs> And each time I'm gonna look different. Each time I'm gonna be I like, "What Tyler Perry be trying to I do?" I didn't see
0: on the Living Color. I swear I saw this. Every sketch.
1: time you come in, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a gunslinger. Oh but I'm always gonna have my. this little mole on my cheek <laughs> to remind everybody that you know I'm still Marcellus at the end of the day. I
0: think um, I might even be a horse at one point. <laughs> I could have my facts wrong, but Mel Brooks is amazing, amazing comedic director and writer. He does a farce on um, on westerns called Blazing Saddles. Type in the and I think the greatest short was it film his, ever. It Western. might have been this movie where the characters, I think the character's mole would move every scene, every shot. Is that Blazing Saddles or is no, that, that's, um, um that's or was that, that Robin Hood Men in, in Tights? Listen, have you guys <coughs> ever heard of The Gunfighter? Best short film ever? No,
1: no, everybody. If you're listening and we're going to watch it on our break because it's not long, this is good oh it's eight minutes oh i thought it was shorter than that <laughs> so we'll watch it when the show's over but i think uh my best friend jazzy told me about this i uh-huh. watched it a long time ago uh-huh. and i was dying laughing it's good <laughs> and it's western themed <laughs> okay so yeah uh amazing. everybody go put that in save it i'm telling you i'm not leading you astray type in the greatest or is it best the gunfighter it's called the gunfighter best short film ever oh my god okay i uh, thank you
0: for sharing that with us oh no problem we learned something about westerns today everybody yeah if you're a fan of westerns let us know what your favorite western is let whether us know. it's a show or whether it's a movie what is some of your favorite westerns can i tell you what i always think about westerns that always look good to me is the food
1: maybe having some food That's, interesting.
0: maybe looking like that food was amazing back tell you, then i'm a little unsure why because i feel like it probably ain't seasoned well here's the thing you're right they didn't have a lot of seasons unless you was rich but the do you wealthy think they people, did? yeah the wealthy people had access to more spices gotcha and so like the coffee if you notice they didn't have sugar and cream because everybody couldn't afford sugar back then right so they drank black coffee but what i'm thinking about when i think of westerns it's like when you go to um the saloon or you go to the hotel usually whoever owned the hotel would make dinner and i remember when some movies come they it seemed like everything was Fresh baked bread. We made roast yeah, they chicken. they made stuff real. We no, have fresh real. vegetables. Like I remember, I'm like, dang, that food look stuff good be- to me. I
1: tell you one thing though seasoning or not you would get some authentic like fresh food Real that cooking. chicken
0: just got killed but you know i'm gonna say something else though you write about the seasoning because one time i was looking at a cookbook like old western cookbook mm-hmm. and i was looking at the recipes and it was authentic and i was like oh this sound nasty yeah because <laughs> they didn't no. have paprika they didn't have garlic can i tell you what i was like oh I'm, i put that book right back down my granny Mm-mm. uh my uh,
1: my uh, granny flowers uh uh-huh. hey she, granny she she got me one time I was talking about my pie and how good it was and yeah. you know old people don't really like you coming in and trying to talk about what you make yeah yeah and so and it's, she wasn't like oh good she was like mm mm She said, Baby, I got a book and it's nothing but old slave recipe. And she said, You ain't made no food until you made an old slave recipe pie. And she said, And it don't got no vanilla in it. It don't got no cinnamon. That's for a pumpkin pie. And I said, Oh Oh. God, Granny. Oh god. She was as she was like going off on me and I saw the book and I was thinking, Oh no. Oh no. Was (laughs) it good? I I didn't I saw the book. It looked like it it would still be good, but you know, they didn't have a lot of Uh those things. So But what did look good was the cake. That cake okay. was fresh, homemade, and they put they had sugar and everything somehow mm-hmm. and they, they worked that out.
0: Sometimes like you you could make they cooked the a lot of stuff with a cast iron skillet. Yeah. And Ooh, so cast your cast iron skillet, I swear by a cast iron skillet to this day. If you really treat it well, it's better than a nonstick. Oh yeah. And so I grew up with the generation, my grandmother, they making cornbread in a cast iron skillet oh, yeah. and sticking it in the oven. Just the other day I on Facebook, somebody talking about, I don't know what you're doing. You got cornbread in a skillet. Oh, and I was God. like, who in the new millennium is commenting on some stuff? If you don't know your history, Mm-mm. that's some of the best eating cornbread because everybody cooked with the cast iron skillet. I'm worried i know we
1: i know we about to go on break but i'm worried say it for a lot of the generation that's coming up because we have so many things that's just on demand and accessible and some things take time Mm -hmm. and take cultivation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it has to be right it has to be made with love and I believe you got to learn it from somebody because you can get as much as you want from TV and allrecipes.com, but you're not going to get you, It's Listen. not going to be the same as that one on one experience with somebody that's making some old time. Because they're making some switches and some changes and they're improvising and they yeah. come out with some amazing stuff. I, to this day, can make greens and my greens I think are great, but mm-hmm. I cannot make my mama greens. And I swear I put the same stuff that Listen. she put in it and Listen. she will let you know, oh, sell us good cook, but them greens ain't mine.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> I can smell my grandmother's greens now. It's a memory that will always stay with me and to this day i haven't tasted anyone who's made them that tastes like that mm-hmm. it's just some stuff that they did and that they knew yeah one time i got, i felt i had amazing compliment i made some neck bones and if you real you know what neck bones are right. my auntie was like ken these neck bones taste like my mom's i thought i almost cried yeah because it's just like how do, what you know she passed when i was 9 and mm-hmm. that's one of the things i wish because i love to cook my dad was cooking if i could have gotten some time with her Mm -hmm. we would have some real western
1: cooking going on see (laughs) well we're gonna go ahead and take a break as me and ken think about food
0: yeah because i'm really hungry your voice calls car accidents babies hear you do they cry when hitting that high note do you trigger a demonic response then let me introduce you to malcolm adonis voice coach to the stars let's take a listen to a session
1: Listen, uh, uh, Deont, what you say your name was? Devonte. Devonte, <laughs> yeah. I am the greatest known vocal coach there ever was. That's why I'm here. Okay. Okay. You need me. I don't need you. Oh. oh Go ahead. Show oh. me what you got. Jesus
0: love. Stop. Okay. Oh.
1: <clears throat> I need you to sing like you want to impress somebody. Try it one more time. Go. Jesus. Stop. Love- oh. Okay. <laughs> There's something going on with your voice. What? What is it? It sucks. Oh. I'm nervous, you know. <laughs> Go ahead, sing, sing. Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, he does. Now, now, listen, okay, that uh, was good. Okay. If you're singing for homeless people. Oh, wow, intense. Welcome. Hi, yes, I'm really excited to be here. That's fine. Your name? Uh, my name is Kinsey Millington. Kinsey Millington. Yes, Okay, sir. I want you to forget all of that. Oh. Do you understand? Yes, I do, sir. So what I want you to do first is I want you to clear your throat. I want you to count to ten. One, two, three. Stop. I want you to lick the roof of your mouth. Just done it. Got you. Now, I want you to know that that is the first part of learning how to sing. Oh. Oh, Okay. Is there a problem? No. No, I'm just... Well, I sense attitude from you, and I'm a little upset. You see that line outside?
0: Sir, there's nobody in line.
1: I didn't ask you that. I said, do you see it?
0: I found parking easy.
1: There are people here for me because I am amazing. And if you want to learn how to sing, you're going to have to go through the ropes and you're going to have to shut the hell up. You did come highly recommended by my church organist. Got you. I'm ready to do it. So you ready to get into some vocals? Yes, sir. Here we go. Take a deep breath. Now I want you to fart a little bit.
0: I can't do that on command. You're not ready. You're not ready. You can leave. Looking for voice lessons? Look no further than the most illustrious voice coach of Boise, Idaho, Malcolm Adonis. First sessions only $499.
1: Ken, I got a joke for you. What is your joke? How do you plan a party in space? How do you plan a party in space, Marcellus? You don't have no no guesses, no nothing?
0: Oh, I thought you just wanted to do a call and response. Oh, okay,
1: try. With, um, astronaut planners. Mm, that was deep. Thank you. You wanna know how? How? You just plan it.
0: Okay, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? (laughs) You are a little young for dad jokes. (laughs) <laughs> you only get to tell those jokes if you have
1: kids. Oh <laughs> uh, well, Ken, we gotta go ahead and tell the audience what our must watch is. And this is interesting. We're gonna give some must-watch for some westerns? Yes. Come on. Yes. And I yes, hope y'all yes. really go on and watch this stuff because we not we really think deep about what we think you we must do. watch.
0: We do. Marcellus, do you ever watch the stuff I be telling you to watch? Yes, I, don't I ever do. See you do. it I have seen everything that you told me to watch.
1: I have.
0: Uh-uh. You have not. In my mind I've seen it. That's and I, okay. Cause uh. I was about to say, don't come I I ain't never seen you watch The Breakfast Club talk about I had. Did y'all hear how much confidence he had when he said that? <laughs> I have. I watched everything you told me to watch. In my mind, here we go. Now we're getting to the truth in 2019. I'm okay with I'm okay with it. Kid, give us your must watch. My must watch. Again, I was like, ooh, I have a very short list of westerns. But I have a must-watch, Django Unchained, baby. Yes, I was hoping you say that. Unchained. I was hoping that was the movie. Twelve, Quentin Tarantino did it again. Cause I was gonna put Hateful Eight on here. Cause he also did Hateful Eight. I didn't like it. I, I it was. I love the characters in mm-hmm. it, but that's why I didn't. I, I'm not even gonna. Got you. Got you. Django Unchained. Yes. Uh, you got Christopher Waltz, you have Jamie Foxx, Leonardo. uh Leonardo DiCaprio, Kerry Washington was in it. I have a fun fact about that. As, well, no, you what's through. your fun fact? Did
1: you know you remember the scene when Leonardo cut his hand? Yes, yes, yes he, I do. He really cut
0: his hand. Oh. And he acted through it. That's real method right there. He cut his hand in real life. I'm gonna tell you another fact with Leonardo DiCaprio. Because he played such a despicable character who was very racist. Yeah. He didn't eat lunch. He did not interact with with any of the people on the set because he wanted to keep it fresh for him. Like, I don't like you. He -hmm. didn't want to develop real connections with any of the cast. Yeah. So he didn't interact with them at all. I thought that was pretty dope. Like some people really commit. Great movie, movie, you guys. Jamie Foxx is a slave who gets picked up by Christopher Waltz Mm -hmm. to help him. Christopher Waltz's character is a bounty hunter. And he's like, if you can help me find these guys, he bought his freedom. So now he's a freed slave through the rest of the movie. That added a very unique dynamic to see a black person um, this is a term we keep using now since Black Panther uncolonized right? <laughs> um, but he had, had this uncolonized mentality like I'm a free man which always threw off all the white characters and oh. everybody else in the film that mm-hmm. you had this black man walking around with such a sense of self confidence in who he was Leonardo DiCaprio and there were some really amazing authentic things that he put in the movie you know oh, yeah. Quentin is all about real violence all this stuff he's not afraid doesn't shy away from it all in all, Danny Fox is trying to find his wife, Carrie Washington, yeah. and he believes that Leonardo DiCaprio bought her. Yeah. So um, they're trying to infiltrate Leonardo DiCaprio's plantation through Christopher Waltz as a friend, and we cannot go without mentioning Samuel L. Jackson. Who is this nigga on this horse? Listen. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Who Listed. is this nigga on this horse? Who gonna clean the sheets? Oh, oh my God. If you wanna have sheets, then you when can have you talk sheets. about Uncle Tom, if we ever did a live action Boondocks, oh yeah samuel jackson gotta play ruckus samuel jackson uh amazing you guys so that would be uh please if you haven't seen Django unchained it is a relatively new western it was amazing my honorable mention because i was like mm, between this and the other one um was the hateful eight so I-, I enjoyed it i thought it was amazing characters in it again samuel jackson shows up in the movie does an amazing job but so does kurt russell uh, Cause I was in love with him in Tombstone. I had to see him play this character again, a character in a Western world. Wow! Um, I loved good. that the, the way that they
1: added the comedy into that. Oh, the comedy! Yeah. was I love yes. when a director, yes. a filmmaker, whatever. I love when they can. Put because essentially I really think that's what I want to do mm-hmm, is when mm-hmm. they can throw comedy in that's authentic, not corny comedy, right? Authentic comedy, right? Into these serious situations. Oh God! When the guy was a Ku Klux Klan
0: man, yeah that Ku Klux Klan scene was and hilarious. He got so upset, yes. because they didn't like the way he cut the holes in the yes. sheets. <laughs> oh, and he said, that's "Well, I tell you what, uh, you can cut your own damn
1: <laughs> right." Oh, so he said, bad. "My
0: wife worked all night cutting these <laughs> right. holes in the sheet," and I said, "Well, we can't see." <laughs> So you're laughing at stuff. Humor always gives you the ability to laugh to at laugh. stuff that people don't. Because we're watching laugh a group at. of uh, clan members. Right. <laughs> Talk about they're on their way to go lynch somebody. They're right. on their way to do a violent act of hate. But, but we can laugh at all laugh at, laugh at it. So yeah. That's why I love that's comedy. That's a good choice. That's a yeah. good choice for a must watch. If you have
1: not seen Django Unchained, you have got to go watch it.
0: What's your must watch for a, a Western television show? Are you ready? I'm, I'm ready. Th- I'm
1: giving like... Way back throwback stuff with you You got to because it was like listen, a genre back then. I ain't mad so, at you. again, from my grandpa and my cousin Mika. If she hears this, which well she will.
0: Hey, Lamika. When Lamika
1: hears this, she gonna this. because me and Lamika. One time we was. Um, we were stuck with my grandpa and had to watch a show <laughs> and me and Lamika was drinking a little bit uh uh-huh. so we was just la- everything was just funny to us uh uh-huh. and so we watching and my grandpa puts on the show and it was called calamity jane
0: oh my god and the theme song is
1: <laughs> <laughs> and me and lamika died laughing and every time we see each other we'd be like <laughs> And but can I tell you I was watching it and I was like, Come on calamity Oh gosh. And I learned more about her as time went on. But yep. on the show Um it's about um a woman uh-huh. who uh, and um unfortunately they make her uh, they make her really like blonde Okay black woman in the okay. show but it's uh it's based on off of a real woman who, she didn't really look like that. Of course, right, But she got the Hollywood makeover. We know Hollywood, (laughs) She
0: got the Hollywood makeover.
1: But it's based off a woman named um, Martha Joan, Martha Jane. Okay. And Martha Jane was, I'm not gonna go too deep, but Uh she was a woman in history Uh and the men, the men kind of like knew that she was about her business. She had boyfriends and things like that too, but she was like, I will shoot you. Right. I will fight Mm -hmm. you like a man. Like she lived her whole life and everything, so she was cool um but what i didn't know is the main thing that i saw was a movie and i didn't know that oh the main thing that we were watching was a movie and we thought it was a show okay but i learned later on that this movie off of this real person ended up getting a french animated series oh really called calamity jane and it was in the 90s i believe okay french and we're talking series. about anime Animated.
0: Okay. Just okay. regular,
1: like animated. Okay. And uh, it, it did very well. Mm-hmm. And people loved it. And she was just a strong woman. Yeah. Right? And she looked a lot more like the real Calamity Jane. Okay. You know? In the animated version. And then it got a movie in 1984. oh, okay. So people really enjoyed Calamity Jane. And I think it, it it did good because she was against what the stereotype was for right. women at that right. time. Especially right. way back then. Right. Right. Um, and she stood out amongst a lot of women for Mm -hmm. just, you know, not taking no mess. Right. Right. And it just was amazing to just see that and to like laugh Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. and be a
1: part of that. But the show was, I mean, what I saw was really good and then I saw some of the animated series. So I think that people should go and watch that and enjoy and
0: get to know a little history about uh, Calamity Jane. I'm actually interested in that. Martha Jane. I'm interested in that. Well, thank you for sharing. It was a um, fun episode. It was good because like I told y'all from the beginning, we don't delve into the genre of Western that much. It's not Mm -hmm. one of our most popular genres that we always watch, but it was fun to kind of go and go, what is our fave in this
1: genre? I have one more honorable mention that does count is Westworld. Oh. Now, the reason why I didn't use that for something is because I have not gotten all the way into Westworld and I didn't finish. But I love the movie Westworld, yes. the throwback, throwback yes. Westworld movie. Yes. If anybody's not seen that, don't want to take your movies from you. But you haven't seen that, you should no, go watch Westworld. Because it's a
0: mix. I've never seen it. has seen some it. Western in it. I knew the show was based yeah. off of a movie, but I hadn't seen it. You have seen... seen it. I don't remember seeing the movie Westworld. We all watched it. I don't remember that. When did we do that?
1: How old are you again?
0: I'm young, oh, okay. and supple.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, we did, we did. So, quick, quick synopsis: It's Westworld. It's futuristic, even mm-hmm. though this was a throwback movie. Mm-hmm. And they have a Westworld. They have a like a Roman world, yeah. and they yeah. have a what was the other one? Uh, was it yeah, just those two? There was
0: like three of them. But yeah. Westworld was the main
1: one. And then it's all robots, and yeah. then they turn yeah. into killers, basically. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Okay. Remember it was. Uh, we I all watched this, it. Uh, Fonda's that Henry Henry Fonda? Maybe. I think was the male. I'm really drawing a blank. Like I know the premise of the show, yeah. but I just don't remember watching that. And movie so the with y'all. show, a
1: lot of people don't know the show came from that movie. Yeah. Uh, Voice World. And so I've seen some of the episodes, and I think it's good, but I gotta mm-hmm. really like watch it, watch it.
0: I'm like you. I started watching Worst World, but I, I um I don't know. I I didn't go with it all the way. Mm. And I usually love sci-fi, and yeah. I love that they mashed the two genres together. Yeah. But. but Brolin, james Brolin, sorry i just thought to myself i'll catch up later and yeah. everyone loves i mean it has a huge it, i'm glad you is. said that it
1: is a it is a mix of like
0: a western mm-hmm. and sci-fi mm-hmm. so that's why you know it's not yeah. just a main western yeah. But, yeah you all know Westworld. i think everybody knows Westworld because it's the so show, popular. Yeah. But, but you should definitely go back and watch the Westworld movie okay
1: well you said i watched it no i mean i'm talking to the audience <laughs> you sh- as in people listening <laughs> y'all can is a mess anyway y'all That's should go back
0: I said, well, y'all, th- thought y'all, s- y'all
1: swore I watched well maybe you do need to see it again because you don't remember <laughs> I'm telling you I'm not gonna
0: lie I seriously was like I don't remember the remember man, man was on fire it.
1: and we was laughing because he kept on still doing stuff it was like this robot is intense we had
0: a movie night here and watched yes, it yes we all watched it a movie night did some the page come over yep to- because okay. Paige I hadn't seen it. I remember now. Because Hi, Paige. Hi, Paige. Let's give a shout out to Greetings from Depression. Paige, yes. our friend, she hosts an amazing podcast called Greetings from Depression, where she talks about depression with her different guests, which oh, is I amazing. <gasps> Always me, on time Let me do a topic. shameless
1: tag since we're here. Uh-oh. I created my first short film. Oh. and it was amazing and Paige Fockler, who was amazing uh-huh. was a part of it and she did great. Everybody in this room including our fun friend Robert mm-hmm. came to help. Uh-huh. Everybody helped me do this uh-huh. and you can watch it yes. on YouTube. Yes. You just go to Marcella's Kid and you'll be able to see it. It was a fun project. It was fun and the movie is called Pressed because everybody seemed to be pressed these days.
0: I'm going to say like breast juicer. Right.
1: right. <laughs> anyway, Ken, where can the good people who listen to my fave find you if they want to follow you? At KenBrown79 on Instagram. Say that one
0: more time. At
1: KenBrown79 on Instagram. My God. And if you are looking for me anywhere, don't look too hard because I got warrants my name is marcellus underscore kid again I, that's marcellus underscore kid right and now. if you are looking for my fave because you just want to go see some more stuff and learn some more stuff go everywhere and type in my faith podcast we're everywhere you can even go on youtube and type in my faith podcast because videos will be uploaded on there for you to see
0: i'm so excited about that too there's some yeah. visual stuff coming it's gonna be great
1: great <laughs> thank y'all for listening
0: please comment share like subscribe all that and when you subscribe you'll know when we have new episodes that will be uploaded and you'll get a notification Mm. so tell your friends about it we're so excited just two people talking about the stuff that we love that we love our favorite movies and television shows see you later bye god damn it videla's viagra seasoning i'm tired I can't do this shit no more. Listen to me. I just, all I wanted was a sandwich. I just asked for a sandwich for lunchtime. Next thing I know, God, God, damn it, Videla. Listen, she won't let me go. Every time I see her, she coming out of a closet. She coming out of a bathroom. She peeking behind blankets. I'm tired. I can't do this no more. I, 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 I oh God, here she comes again. God damn it. Here I come again.